All right, guys, welcome to the Arsenic Moon podcast, where the shadows are illuminated. Uh, This particular episode is going to be the least organized out of all of them. Um, I've had two cups of coffee now. I've got uh, everything splayed out in front of me everywhere. My computers, my papers, my incense is going. Um, I've taken care of some personal business this morning, so I am like really ready to like do the thing. Um, I It's morning. <laughs> it's 12.29 in the afternoon, whatever. There is no construct of time here. Um, I want to... Uh, I don't know what I want to do right now. I just... I know that this intro episode is raw. It's me talking as if you and I were talking in person. So I'm just going to wing it. Um, I want to first define a lot of things. I first want to define the arsenic moon. Like what's in a name? Like why, why does it, where did it come from? Who is it? What is it? Where are you from? What are you doing? So the arsenic moon derived uh, from the alchemical properties of arsenic and the moon. Shocking. Um, arsenic was used in ancient alchemical rituals uh, for both medicinal and magical cures. Um, it's derivative of the Aramaic, Aramaic, <laughs> Aramaic, excuse me, uh, Zarkinwa and Zarnik, which means yellow, because arsenic is yellow. Uh, it's highly toxic metalloid, obviously, associated with death and mortality. The symbolism of the moon in alchemy represents the feminine and represents resurrection, occult power, immortality, intuition, femininity. I said that already. The union of the arsenic and the moon, for me, is harmonious. So one, to me, represents death and another represents resurrection. Um, You know, uh, mortality and, you know, immortality, Um, occult power, things of that nature. Toxicity and resurrection also, to me, could be related in a lot of different ways. But the point is, and then the color yellow uh, induces intellect, clarity, enlightenment. It's aligned with the sun. Uh, Again, balance once again, moon, sun, color yellow, enlightenment, all that bullshit. Uh, Arsenic moon was kind of manifested that way. Um, Now, the name came to me on its own. And then after it did, I started dissecting it. And I was like, ooh, you know, so uh, that's where the arsenic moon comes from. The arsenic moon as a project for me has been going on for a few years now. And just to keep it, you know, light and uh, to the point and concise, um, I had a couple of awakenings in the last few years uh, that led me to this very spot that I am now. And over my lifetime, I have dabbled, practiced, come in and out of, journeyed, taken breaks on, and just been into the occult. Um, I knew as a young child that the religious indoctrination that I had been born into was not for me. Um, I I knew that there was more out there on some level. I knew that I felt energies. I knew that I heard energies. Um, I knew that I saw energy. Um, I've got stories of when I was a kid, seeing energies, hearing them, talking to them, uh, things of that nature. But um, 
anyway, I, I uh, got into doing some medium work um, in college, and that was fun up until it wasn't, and I stopped. Uh, <laughs> it got a little weird, and uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then I, I took a muggle break for a, a minute. Um, I allowed myself to completely shut out from everything that I had drawn to and uh, took a big break up until a couple of years ago when I had a shift in uh, my school of thought, I had a paradigm shift, if you will, and uh, it led me to where I am today. I've always been kind of an entrepreneur. I've always wanted to have my own shop, my own business. Um, cultivating a community of like-minded individuals has always been important to me. Um, leadership and being able to teach people has always been in my forefront, um, thing, something I've wanted to do. Uh, I wanted to be a teacher for a long time. I was a teacher for a minute um, in, in the respect of, you know, uh, equine sciences and, you know, teaching kids how to ride horses and working with disabled children and horses and that kind of thing, um, training horses. Uh, but anyway, I uh, have always had a dream of having a shop that is like a curiosity slash occult slash library slash workshop space slash uh, local artisan space slash community garden slash just this big thing you know I wanted people to be able to walk in and, and the, the, the wood be dark and oiled and the incense just be everywhere and the candles be melting all over the place and you would see an apothecary bar with all these oils and herbs and glass jars and specimens behind it and mirrors and, you know, you could walk in at any given time and people would be using, you know, mortar and pestles and mixing things and just this very kind of almost, you know, Victorian Frankenstein meets gypsy magic kind of an atmosphere, you know, um, lots of copper and, uh, you know, gold accents and black wood and whatever, you know, um, artifacts from all over the world from my travels, you know, if I could really just make it, you know, my utopian vision here. And in the corner would, would be this big space with, you know, Persian pillows and, and uh, lanterns and things of that nature and just a big wall of books that people could come and read and sit and drink, you know, tea or coffee or chai or whatever it is they wanted to drink. And, you know, at night, you know, on Friday nights, get a liquor license and have absinthe Friday nights, you know, absinthe seance nights just for fun, you know, and um, like I said, a community garden in the back where people could plant flowers or harvest vegetables and um, have a goat or two, you know, back there, not to eat, but just to have as like a pet, you know, like the store pet, like people have cats and dogs for store. I want a goat, you know, I mean, that's just my vision, but Oh, and then not to mention, not to mention, not to mention, I wanted like some kind of like stage in the big backyard where I could hold workshops or hold lectures if I wanted to, if it were me being a presenter or somebody else, another practitioner wanting to come in and have a talk or hell, just somebody of the community wanting to share something and yeah, call a meeting, let's do it. You know, that's been my vision, um, not to mention live music and things of that nature. But anyway, the arsenic moon. That's what I want it to be. Um, 
right now, the arsenic moon is me. I am the arsenic moon. And, excuse me, I, above all else, you know, going through everything I just talked about, to me, at the core of the arsenic moon, it's, it's a safe space to express yourself as who you are, unabashedly, primal, raw, you are you. And I want that space to be accessible to everyone. Because when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, I always felt different. And I always felt like I had nowhere to really go with a group of people that were really understanding of who I was. And looking back on it now, I think it's because I didn't know who I was, right? And so now that I'm figuring out who I am, my people are kind of coming out of the forest and out of the water and out of the woodwork and through the fire and out of the sky to kind of just, you know, book it and they will come, you know, like Wayne's World. But the arsenic moon is a safe space. And the arsenic moon right now allows me to be a teacher remotely, doing podcasts, eventually doing workshops. Um, and, <clears throat> excuse me, the point of it all, which has always been for me, again, is community, authenticity, and learning. I really want learning. It's scary because the further we go on this road that we are on as a society, the less knowledge we have. The more you know, the less you know, you know? <laughs> I felt like Crush from Finding Nemo. When you know, you know. When you know, they know, you know. You know. Um, you know. But anyway, um, there's a lot of knowledge and not a lot of applying it. There's a lot of power and not a lot of knowledge in that power. And I really want people to be who they are, be what they are, and be comfortable doing that. And when I came across a group of people here about a year ago, just under a year ago, October will be a year, and I saw their vision, and I met them, and I connected with them, and I talked to, you know, one of the guardians, if you will, one of the, I guess, owner, co-owners of the community and the group of the business project. I sat down and I talked to her one night after one of her workshops and we talked forever and she was telling me what her vision was and I just got chills all over. I finally felt connected and I was like, oh my God, me too. That's what I want too, you know? And, um, yeah, and so it's been it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of hard work, uh, blood, sweat, tears for me uh, personally. Um, I got really involved, and then I got really scared, and I got really distracted, and I got pulled away. I allowed myself to be pulled away, and in that time that I was away, looking back on it now, I needed that. You know, I needed that moment to kind of assess everything and figure out what I wanted and who I was, and... Even though I'm not 100% on who I am, I'll be honest with you about that. You know, I'm still learning every day what I am. But um, anyway, I, I needed that moment to pull back. But the point of it now is, <clears throat> excuse me, the point of it now is that I'm here. I'm doing what feels authentic to me. And I'm allowing myself to have 
both feet in both sides of the pool, so to speak. You know, uh, forest from the trees, uh, two places at once kind of a thing. And my ultimate dream right now in the short term is to, like I said, hold workshops, be a part of the community, get out there a bit more. So that is what the arsenic moon is. It's, uh, well, yeah, authenticity, loyalty, community, knowledge, all that good stuff. So take a stroll with me on the other side. Uh, every week, I'm going to upload a podcast every Manny's Day, Monday, uh, surrounding different topics like the occult, the left-hand path, paranormal, spiritual growth, dark history, maybe some dark humor peppered in there. Um, I'm definitely, definitely, definitely going to cover music because for me, music is very important. Um, so I'm going to find a way to always have some kind of snippet somewhere. Either I talk about it or I have a link on it or I can, you know, kind of pepper in a snippet of, you know, a genre or band or whatever that uh, inspires me. So the other thing really quickly, and this is going to kind of segue into one of the episodes that I'm going to start this week. So after I get done rambling on this, I'm going to go ahead and start the other one. But don't let your structured thought process hold you back. And what I mean by that is this podcast started and then it fell off and then I kind of wrote a little bit and then I quit. And the reason I did all that looking back now is because I felt like I had something to prove. You don't have to prove anything. Okay. Just do what you do and do it a hundred percent as you, and it will fall into place. I cannot tell you how many times I have revamped my look for my business. I can't tell you how many names I've come up with that never stuck. Um, my Instagram, like <laughs> it started out, you know, black and white and just nature. And then it went to black and green. And I was in this whole like Slytherin phase for like a month. And then I was like, no, 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 that doesn't feel right. And then I was like, oh, black and red. My apartment is completely black and red. I was like, I want something a little different, you know? And I've been listening to a lot of industrial goth rock and I've been listening to a lot of dark synth, you know, like uh, Perturbator and, you know, a little justice thrown in there and some ghost and, you know, uh, whatever else. I can't think off the top of my head right now, but uh, Carpenter Brute, that's the one. Anyway, listening to that kind of thing, like, ooh, that's kind of, you know, that feels right right now. So I'll roll with it until it doesn't anymore. What I'm saying is don't let yourself be boxed in to say, oh, no, it has to be this way before I can, you know, do something or I have to do X, Y, and Z before I can do A, B, and C. And sometimes logistically that's the truth. However, don't let that keep you from creating. Okay. So thanks for uh, listening to me ramble for about 16 and a half minutes. I really hope that this finds you well, and I hope that after this, you can find the time to listen to the first official installment um, of the Arsenic Moon podcast, where the shadows are illuminated. I'm your host, Wolf, and I just wanted to say thank you again so much, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Cheers.